I had the wonderful opportunity of being a student chaplain. And as I served this for my junior and senior year, I was really excited. I got to interact with the, the, the other students, especially those freshmen coming in. Uh, that are kind of looking for that spiritual leader of sorts there, and and uh, and I got to host the devos and all that type of stuff. But you know, we had some really great community experiences as well. And whereas chaplains, we got to kind of step in and and help lead the other students in the community projects. But the the biggest thing that I really remember was just all the ministry that I got to do after after the Sunday services there, where they would call the the chaplains up to kind of just sit there and and pray with with the students as they came up for these altar calls and it was a really great experience but if I had to do it over again I, I instead of introducing myself as hi my name is Dan I might have to have introduced myself as hi my name is hypocrite what do I mean well you see I found that as I was ministering to these people these these other men these these people who looked up to me, I realized that I was giving them counsel from God's word based on things that, that sure enough they were going through, but they were things that I was dealing with as well. I was giving them information and, and saying, oh, you know, here, here's what the Bible says about this. But then I was going and doing the exact same thing that I'm praying with these men about and counseling these men about. I was a hypocrite in many and probably all ways. I was being a hypocrite. Now, let me explain to you the definition of a hypocrite. I, I wrote I wrote down what Webster says about it. So a person who pretends to have virtues, moral or religious beliefs, principles, etc., that he or she does not actually possess especially a person whose actions belie stated beliefs. Another definition of the word hypocrite that I've heard is actor. It is one who is acting. One who doesn't really, doesn't really own the part, they're just acting. And if you think about that in the context of actor, think about you know, who is it that you love watching on the big screen? Who is your favorite actor or actress? Every time they get on that stage, they're taking on a role. It's not really who they are. Maybe you were a fan of the late Sean Connery. Oh, man, he was a great actor, but he never really was James Bond. He was just pretending to be this ultimate spy. He never really was whatever other, other characters he played there. He never was those things. Or maybe your favorite actor nowadays is, is Adam Sandler or or um, his his great co-part co there, Drew Barrymore, whoever it might be. You look at them and how many roles have they taken on? Well, Adam Sandler has been the wedding singer and he's been uh, the guy who tries to win the girl who has amnesia. There's, they're, they're acting. It's not really who they are. I'm going to confess, for a great deal of my life, I was an actor. I was an actor. And again, like I said, I should have been introducing myself as, hi, I'm a hypocrite. Because that's truly what I was. Go with me 
to Matthew chapter 7. We're going we're gonna to spend a little time here in Matthew chapter 7 today. And I'm going to start right here in verse 1. And it says, Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way that you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take that speck out of your eye when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. This is, this is Jesus' words. You hypocrite. First, take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. So that's the, this, this is our general passage that we're going to work with today. We're going to skip around look at a couple other things, but I want us to really focus on what Jesus is saying here in this passage because it's really important. He, he specifically is calling us hypocrites if we do this. Well, what, exactly is this what exactly is going on? This is what's going on. How many times have we seen that, that problem that someone else has? And all the while, we neglect the problems that we have. We're acting as if everything is fine and, and acting religious and acting pious and acting and, and saying, Oh, you have something in your eye. Let me help get that out for you. And we don't realize that while it's sawdust in their eyes, there's a two-by-four sticking out of ours. It's kind of like Pinocchio with the nose, except it's like a board coming out of our eye. We don't realize we, we, I mean, we don't want to realize. We don't want to deal with what we're going through. We want to help kind of, you know, make the world better. Let me pick all the sawdust out of everybody else's eyes. We have two-by-fours that are blinding us from the, from, from the truth. And we, we, we don't want to see the truth. We, we're, those rose-colored glasses, as they call them. We, we don't want to see that inside us are problems that we have to deal with, problems that we need help with. This two-by-four that's sticking out of my eye is a pretty serious thing. And Jesus says, you're a hypocrite because you're so worried about that and not worried about this. You're so worried about the sawdust, but you're not worried about your own vision, your own your own problem. So yeah, we can't judge people. We can't. And here's the thing. I can't judge you and say, oh, you should not do that if I'm doing it myself. What? And that's how I have lived for so many years. Again, when I was in college, I'd tell the guys, hey, you know, here, here, here here's some... Uh, that's what you shouldn't do. You shouldn't, uh, you know, run around and, and, and hanging out with all these women. You shouldn't uh, be looking at pornography. You shouldn't be, um, you know, cheating on tests. You shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't, all these should, should, shouldn't, shouldn't, shouldn't. And yet, when the gentlemen were done, we were done talking and they were leaving my room, those things that I just got done telling them you shouldn't do were the things that I was jumping into. If you don't know me, then allow me to share in this moment here a little bit of my testimony with you. For many years, I dealt with pornography. For many years, I, 
I, I fell into that trap where I was consumed with it. It started young. Uh, when I was 11 years old, I, I have a, a story that I call the walk that changed my life. Because as I was simply just a little kid taking this walk down this old pathway, I ran into this pile of magazines. And it started out with curiosity. What's this? Oh, this is, oh, this is, oh, no clothes on anyone. But then it started to grow. I got to go back. I got to see it again. I got to find something to fill that hole. I got to find something to fill that void now because, you know, now, now, now I'm consumed with it. And this went on for many, many years. And there, uh, there were these times when I thought, okay, now it's done. Now it's done. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm all finished now. And I would find myself going back. It was the monster that could never be fed. And here I am in college. And I know, I know, you, those of you who know me, yeah, I went to a Christian school. And this is right at the time when the internet came out. I was, I was a freshman in college in 93, right around the time that the internet came out. In fact, I remember someone saying, uh, you know, talking about the internet, I'm like, what is that? I've never heard of that before. So I, I was there when the internet first came out and that really kind of launched everything even more because now I had access to things I didn't have access before. Before I was trying to, you know, sneak a magazine or something like that onto the campus and now I didn't really have to sneak so much. I just had to go to the computer lab and not get caught in the computer lab. But that's all I had to do. So I would go down there and I would I'd look at things. And then I'd have people on my door knocking on the door that night and say, Hey, Chaplain Dan, I got a problem. I was looking at pictures today. And... And I'm telling them, oh my gosh, you can't do that here. No, this is this is a this is a Christian school. We we shouldn't be looking at things like that. Uh, you know, here just you know, let, let's pray. Let's pray. God, please help so and so uh, to 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 kind of just get rid of this problem. And and then when they're gone and the door's shut, there I was on the computer. looking at these pictures myself and I was a hypocrite I'm spilling it out there today I, I felt that I was supposed to be vulnerable and tell a portion of me and how I went through this so again yes like I said I should have been introducing myself as hi my name is hypocrite because I was a hypocrite these these people are looking up to me for spiritual counsel and I'm giving them what they want to hear I'm helping them with the sawdust but I got a two by four sticking straight out of my eyeball because I am dealing with the exact same thing. I have not stopped dealing with the exact same thing. Skip over a chapter here and let's go to Matthew 6. Matthew 6, 1. Be careful not to do your acts of righteousness before men to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from the Father in heaven. I think this is a great verse that fits in with this because it's exactly all about the acting. To be a hypocrite is to be an actor. I was acting as if I was spiritual to these guys here. I was acting as if I was their spiritual mentor. But notice it says here, 
be careful not to do your acts of righteousness. That's what I was doing. The acts of righteousness, the going to church, the leading to Bible studies, all this type of stuff before men to be seen by them. I was acting as if I was righteous to be seen by these guys. So they would come and they would ask me questions and they would seek my counsel and I could I could pray with them and I could be chaplain-y, right? If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in Heaven. I was doing things and I was being a hypocrite about it. There was no reward in there. It was me being dumb. Me looking for my own glory. Again, me not taking care of the two by four in my own eye. I got one more passage I want us to look at. Let's go to Romans. Romans 2. Turn with me to Romans chapter 2. And I'm going to read the, verse, the first couple of verses here. You therefore have no excuse, you who pass judgment on someone else, for at whatever point you judge the others, you are condemning yourself. Because you who pass judgment do the same things. It's exactly what I was talking about. I'm, I'm passing judgment. I'm, 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 you know, oh, get, you know, you got to stop this. And yet I'm the one doing it myself. Now we know that God's judgment against those who do such things is based on truth. So when you, a mere man, pass judgment on them and yet do the same things do you think you will escape god's judgment huh. look at verse four here or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness tolerance and patience not realizing that god's kindness leads you toward repentance so the question that Paul is asking in this passage is, do you think that you're going to get away? You, you, you might be judging somebody else. You might be, in my case, helping them with their problem. But then the question becomes, do you think, do I think, that in so doing, I'm going to escape God's judgment? God's going to judge me still for the things that I am being a hypocrite in. If I'm telling you, no, don't do it, and I'm doing it myself. And, you know, being a parent is one of those things where we, we, we kind of have this whole, uh, you know, do as I say, not as I do. Well, our kids are watching us. They are looking at our examples. They're going to mimic our examples. And no matter how many times I say, do what I say, not what I do, my children are still going to watch what I am doing. And that's the behavior that they are going to come into. So does it make sense for me to say, don't do what I'm doing, or don't do what I'm, yeah, don't do what I'm doing, do what I'm saying? No, it's not going to make sense because, again, the visual is stronger than the words. And if I am out there doing these things, I can't get mad at them for doing it. If I'm out there and I slip cuss words, I can't be mad at my kids when they do the same thing because guess what? I was the example. So if I'm there saying, don't do that, and I'm doing it myself, I don't cuss, don't, don't use those words, and they hear me doing it myself, who's the hypocrite? Me. Because I'm doing exactly what I told them not to do. Do I think that I'm going to escape God's judgment if that's the way that I'm living my life? Do I think that I'm going to escape God's judgment if I'm telling you not to do something that I myself am doing? No. And that's one of the dangerous places about being a teacher. That's why Paul says, 
hey, it's a great thing you want to teach, but be careful. Because we are held as teachers to a higher level. I'm being held to a high responsibility level by God because of what I'm telling you. And if I tell you something wrong, God does have that right to say, whoop, that was really off base. Let's kind of move you out of that position. And I don't want that. I like this position of being able to, to help you and to share things with you, but I've got to make sure that it's what God says. And i got to make sure, more than anything, that the example that I'm living is not hypocrisy, that the example that I'm living is not that of an actor, that I'm not acting. And, and you see me up here and you think, oh, man, he's got his life all together. But I'm going to tell you right now, I don't. All right, first off, um, let me just not put that out there because I, I don't have my life together. I'm going through things, and that's what I like about these times here is because I'm sharing with you, in most cases, the things that God has just shown me that day or in the last couple weeks or in the last couple months. So here's the thing, though. If I am telling you one thing and doing another, as it says here in this Romans passage, can I expect that I'm not going to see God's judgment? No, I know I am. And a hypocrite, an actor, we're not called to be this, this false rendition. We're called to be true. When we stand on that stage, we're not supposed to be acting. We're supposed to be the true self, the true person that we are supposed to be. Not a hypocrite. So, like I said, in college, I'm, I'm telling these guys, even as a parent, I'm telling these guys, my, my children, do this. But I wasn't doing it myself. I was being a hypocrite. And if you are watching and to anyone that in my past that I've always, that I've ever said, don't do this, hey man, I am sorry for being a hypocrite. And I and I'll own up to it. I know I was a hypocrite. And I'm sorry. To my children, I say I'm sorry because I wasn't always the best example. I sometimes point blank, my kids caught me in things that I was telling them not to do and doing myself. time for us to stop being the actor it's time for us to stop this whole life of hypocrisy that's not what god has called us to it's time for us to stop worrying so much about that little sawdust and realize that yeah there is there is something major popping out of my eye. i do have a, a plank i got a two by four i got something maybe it's a four by eight sheet of plywood i don't know how big how big is it but we got stuff that we're looking at, that we're judging others for, that we ourselves are doing. We are hypocrites. I can't tell you to stop doing gambling, drinking, cussing, whatever it might be, if I'm doing those things also. So I wrote down a couple things that we need to stop doing. And these are things that it doesn't matter where you find yourself being the hypocrite. Maybe you are into the cussing or pornography or whatever it is. And you're telling others, don't do it. I don't know where you are at. But I do know it's time for us to stop. It's time for us to cease the lies. Hey, you know what? If we need help, let's just get help. If we're dealing with this, let's stop being righteous and just go get some help. If you need an accountability partner, hey, hook, hook up with me. I'll be more than happy to help you. 
But it's time for us to stop, to cease the lies, the lies that we're telling ourselves about. I'm okay. I'm okay. Remember, Jesus said you're so worried about that that you don't see this. You don't see your, your own two by four. It's time to own up. Man, yeah, uh, I'm going to be honest. I got a two by four in my eyeball um, and, uh, and I need some help. It's time to cease the lies. It's time to stop pretending to be holy. That's where I was. Oh, because I'm in this, this fake holy position, I can judge you. No, no, no. It's time for me to stop pretending to be holy and to be real. This is what I'm struggling with. This is where I'm at. I, I, I'm, I'm stuck. I can't get past this point here. It's time to sim simply just stop the hypocrisy. It's time to stop acting. And it's time to stop the sin. The Bible tells us that if we humble ourselves in sight of the Lord, that he will lift us up. And while we could easily look at look at pride and say, oh, that's you know, I'm not proud, so I'm, not, I'm okay with it. No, I think that judgment is the same thing. I think this hypocrisy is the same thing. If I'm, if I'm judging you for what you're doing, yet I'm doing it myself, I need to be humbled. I need to say, God, I'm sorry. I need to come to him and ask him to help me change. Because here's the deal. If we don't humble ourselves in the sight of God, God will have, he, he, will, he will humble us in the sight of man. That whole passage that we see in Proverbs about pride goes before a fall. Let me just tell you that that's truthful, okay? When I was in college, I was, uh, I was very proud of my dancing skills. I know I shared this with you a couple days ago. Um, I was very proud and, and I went to show off this dance move and I actually fell over my own leg and busted my knee. I, I cracked my femur, busted my kneecap. So yeah, I know for a fact pride goes before a fall. And I know, same here, that if we do not take the time to humble ourselves, to, to ask God for help with this two by four that's in our eye, he's going to humble us for us. So you know what, God, I'm sorry. Now, I'm just going to be blunt before you here. God, I'm sorry. Because I know that I have been living a life at times that was, and even still is, hypocrisy. I know, God, that there are things that you keep telling me to get rid of that I haven't gotten rid of. And there are things that I tell other people you got to get rid of, but there's not things that I've gotten rid of, God. And I'm sorry. I lay it all out there and say, I'm sorry, God. This is not for you. This is, this is not for, for you to say, oh, he's so holy. No, you know what? I want to show you that I am in the same position as you, that God continually speaks to me, and he's continually wanting me to be better, and he does for you as well. And so I am, God, I am repentant. I am sorry for what I have done, and yet tell others not to do. And God and I know what those things are. Some of it is anger. 
tell people, I tell my kids all the time, watch your attitude. And yet I'm the one who's in most cases has attitude. I'm being a hypocrite right there where I tell them, don't be, don't, how dare you get mad like that and, and watch your mouth and, and here, here am I getting mad, not watching my mouth, having tone in how I speak. Even in something like that, I am a hypocrite. God, I'm sorry that I am a hypocrite in those areas. Let's get right. We can't get right on our own. We've got to come to God. We've got to come to, to Jesus and, and pour out our heart and humble ourselves and let him take care of us. Let him raise us up. Let him rebuild us. I'm tired of being a hypocrite. I'm tired of acting. I'm not even a good actor. But I'm tired of it. Are you also? So if so, then again, it's time to cease the lies. It's time to stop pretending to be holy. It's time to stop the hypocrisy. Time to stop the acting. Time to stop the sin. Hey, this is Pastor Daniel. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Obedient Sheep podcast. If you'd like to get more information on this ministry or even get in contact with me, please go to obedientsheep.net. There you'll be able to leave your information, drop a line, send a prayer request, or even check out the other resources that are available. Thank you again for checking out this ministry, and we hope you have a blessed day.